Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I am so excited for this episode because in previous episodes, I've put a lot of emphasis on introversion and extroversion as personality traits, but I haven't gone into other personality traits, and I don't want to give people the impression that introversion and extroversion are the only things that make up personality. So this week, I will be discussing some of the other traits that make up personality, and I will primarily be focusing on the four aspects that are tested in the Myers-Briggs personality test. Um, There are other personality tests, for example, the Enneagram, um, and other traits of personality that can be used, Uh, but I personally feel that the Myers-Briggs is one of the more rounded tests. So I'll kind of be using that as just kind of an introduction, a dive into the different traits of personality. Um, So with that, let's just get started. Um, The first aspect is how you interact with the world. It's also known as the extraversion scale. Um, which is important to know the difference. It's extraversion instead of extroversion. It's a little confusing, but basically it's the separation between introverts and extroverts. Um, Where do you get your energy, right? And we've talked about this a lot. Um, So introverts, which is um, an I in the Myers-Briggs test, is... So introverts are people who tend to recharge by being alone or with fewer amount of people. Um, They internally process, think things through in their head, and they're very big observers. Whereas extroverts, who are an E in the Myers-Briggs test, are energized by people and they externally process, right? They're thinking out loud discussing things with people in order to come to conclusions, and they enjoy fast-paced environments. So, you know, that's kind of, you know, the first thing and the thing that I've put a lot of emphasis into in this podcast so far, but there are actually three other things that I will be discussing, and obviously there's more that you can research if you want to, but three other aspects that I want to talk about. Um, And the second one is how you absorb information. And so these are separated into the sensing and intuition categories. Um, Sensing, which is an S in the Myers-Briggs personality test, um focuses on facts and details, concrete things that, you know, people know for sure, like there's no question about them. 
Um, and those things stick out to them as most important um, compared to maybe how someone feels about something. That's a little less important. What happened, that's what's important. That's the important information to retain. Um, they also prefer ideas with practical applications. Something they know that can happen. They know that they can do. Um, they don't want something kind of wild and out there that's kind of like, well, this could work. They don't want that. They want things with practical applications that they don't have to question. They know that it's a possibility and that it will work in their favor. And then they tend to be very literal um, in the way that they talk and describe things um, and also in the way that they kind of retain things, you know, being able to understand things is easier for them when it's a very literal, whereas things that kind of more abstract, um, are going to be harder for them to process and retain. And then the second, uh, part of that is people who are intuitive, and that's an N in the Myers-Briggs personality test. Intuitive people tend to focus on possibilities in the big picture. What could happen if X, Y, and Z? Um, or how does this one thing that happened in the past and these two things that are currently happening connect together? Stuff like that. So they're kind of more abstract with their thinking. And they value innovation um, because of this. They, they like to be creative, right? Seek creative solutions and then put it to use by designing new things or finding new ways to do things um, rather than sticking to what they know works. So... That's how you absorb information, right? Introvert, extrovert is like how you interact with the world, how you get your energy, and then sensing and intuition is how you absorb and retain information. The third um, trait is how you make decisions. Um, and this is separated into thinking and feeling. So thinkers, which is a T in the Myers-Briggs personality test, tend to use logical reasoning and analysis to make decisions. They're going to process things in the way that makes the most sense for the world and how things work. Like, well, obviously... I know the sky is blue, so I know tomorrow when I wake up, the sky is going to be blue, not red. Very logical. Again, kind of going back a little bit with the sensing. I'm not saying that these connect, but having those concrete details and facts, using those to make decisions. So a sensing person is absorbing those concrete facts and details and a thinker is using those concrete facts and details 
to logically reason and make analyses, make decisions, right? Um, and they enjoy finding flaws in arguments. And if you know me well enough, you know that this is definitely me. I am a T in my Myers-Briggs personality. Um, uh, yeah, finding flaws in arguments is just, personally, I enjoy it. Um, but it's part of the logical reasoning, um, picking apart at other people's, like, oh, that doesn't make sense, that's not how that works, no, 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 (laughs) and it drives people crazy, I know, personally, um, but it's just kind of how the brain works, right, you logically reason, and so therefore you apply that to other people, and when they're not doing that, it's like, I caught you, you're your reasoning is wrong, your math is wrong, whatever it is, right? And thinkers also value honesty, consistency, and fairness, which are all things that are logical, right? Now, it'd be logical to have a fair and just world where honesty was a thing and everything was consistent, unchanging, the same, so that you didn't have to worry about those things that kind of come out at, at you out of the blue. Um, so you can kind of pair a thinker with someone who tends to be more logical in the way that they process and reason. And then feelers, which is an F on the Myers-Briggs personality test. They tend to make decisions based on personal values and how others will be affected. Um, They focus a lot on how other people view them um, because of this. So when they make a decision, it's important for them to factor in anything that is valuable and significant and important to them, um, whether that may be religious beliefs, could be um, familial beliefs, it could be any type of belief that may not be considered like scientific, logical thinking, right? And then they also want to factor in how it will affect others um, because they want to make sure that it benefits the people around them as well. Um, feelers tend to be pretty empathetic people and they value harmony and forgiveness. Um, so that's the third thing. So thinkers and feelers, those are your personality traits that define how you make decisions in your life. And the last category is how organized you are. Um, And I don't mean literally necessary, necessarily. Um, Like, I mean, is your room clean and neat or is it messy? I don't mean that. Um, I mean more in the way that you do things in your life. 
Um, so this category is separated into judging and perceiving and judgers, which are J's on the Myers-Briggs personality test. Um, they are not literal judgers, people who judge people, right? Um, judgers actually tend to be organized and prepared when it comes to their daily um, life and their activities and the way they go about doing things in the world. Um, so they like to make plans and stick to those plans. Plans um, for their future or just planning events and things that are going to happen um, within their week or within their day are super important to them. And then being able to stick to those plans um, is kind of how they work. Um, they tend to respect rules and deadlines, so they will, you know, kind of be the people who be like, well, you know, we shouldn't do that because that's against the rules or it's against the law, that's illegal or whatever, you know. Well, the teacher said we shouldn't do that, so let's not. Um, they're also the people who are going to stick to their deadlines, right? So in schools, like, they're always turning their homework in on time or even early, um, at work, they're always getting their things done on time. Um, again, also early. Um, and then just sticking with deadlines that they may set for themselves in life as well. Like, oh, I want to get this done by this time. And they're going to stick to that. Um, and judges also like to have detailed step-by-step -step instructions. Uh, again, the this goes kind of along with following the rules um, and just being kind of organized in the way they do things is having those step-by-step -step instructions allows them to kind of just get something done appropriately without having to be super creative. Um, so yeah, so a lot of just like structure in their life is super, super important for judges and what makes them kind of them when it comes to um, their organization within their life. And then perceivers, which are P's uh, in the Myers-Briggs personality test, prefer to keep their options open. Um, so they'll act spontaneously. You know, they don't necessarily set those plans um, and those deadlines for themselves, there's kind of like go with the flow, what happens happens, they're very flexible with making plans, if they make plans, sometimes they won't make plans at all, right, um, and they'll improvise as they go, so, you know, you know, maybe you want to, I don't know, Plant a garden. I don't know why this came to my mind. My sister is doing that right now. Um, and they're like, you know, maybe I'm going to plant a garden this summer. And so they'll go and they'll buy all the things to build the garden. Uh, and then, you know, they'll kind of sit there for a little bit. And they'll be like, well, uh, maybe today is a good day to get it done. And then they'll do it and... You know, whatever works for them kind of thing. And eventually it'll get done, but it's not like a hard, strict deadline for when they want it done. Whereas 
someone who is a judger is going to set those deadlines and be like, okay, if I want to build a garden, I need to make sure I know where I'm going to build it, how big it is, get the right materials, make sure I have the time to get it done within this amount of time and blah, 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 right? It's kind of just like go with the flow, whatever happens, kind of just chilled, relaxed, laid back type of people and they enjoy surprises and new situations which is I would say the opposite for judges since they like to be plan they like to plan and be planners they're not going to enjoy the surprises and those new situations so those are the four different categories I'm going to go over them again real quick um so you have how you interact with the world right where do you get your energy from and that is introverts and extroverts and then you have how do you retain and absorb information those are sensors and intuitive people and then you have how you make decisions and you can either be a thinker or a feeler and then the last one is how organized you are in your uh, life and those are judgers and perceivers so now that we kind of talked about those four different categories and you have um, two sides to each category, right, that tend to be um, pretty opposite, I want to make sure I point out that most people are not polarized. And what do I mean by polarized? Most people, and I personally would argue that all people, are not exclusively one or the other in each category. You're not 100% an introvert or 100% an extrovert. And kind of talked about this before um, in regards to ambiverts, where an ambivert tends to be about 50-50 introvert and extrovert. Um, ambiverts are technically just anyone who's not 100% an introvert or 100% an extrovert, which, again, like I said, I would argue is everyone. Um but that goes for all three other categories. You don't have to be 100% a judger or 100% a perceiver. Most people are going to lie on a spectrum between the two. Um, so you could be 80-20. You could be 62-38. and 38. I had to do some quick math there. Um, but whatever it is, right, you can lie on a spectrum. And it could be closer to one side but not a hundred percent that side or it could be almost in the middle and that's okay people are gonna lie on those spectrums um and for example i am an intj when i took my myers-briggs personality test so i'm an introvert i'm uh intuitive i'm a thinker and i'm a judger and other than my introvert personality trait, which is like almost 90% for me, all of the other three are just a little bit above 50%. And that means that I can ad- identify with many things from both sides. I'm not just going to only understand what it means to be um, an intuitive person. I also understand some of the sensing stuff. Um, 
that same, it goes for the three other categories. Um, and, you know, it kind of leads to the same thing that I talk about a lot at the end of every episode, and it leads to diversity, you know. If you just factor in the four categories and the two different traits you can have within each category, you get 16 different personality types. But when you consider that people actually lie on a spectrum and they're not going to be the same between each person, you get trillions of combinations of what people's personality can be. Um, Because of this, no two people are going to be the same even if they have those same letters in their personality trait when they take a test, right? Um, And I just think that's so amazing. There's so many different types of people and, you know, we're all going to be different. We're all going to express our traits differently and that's good. That's important. It's such an amazing thing that, you know... There can be so many different people and no one's the same. We're all our own fingerprint, right? And it just is amazing how much diversity there is. And I'm just going to continue to say it forever and ever. I promise that you, you might get annoyed with it, but I will continue to say that diversity is amazing and we should celebrate it. So... Just keep that in mind if you do take um, a personality test that, you know, even though you might have the same personality as some of your friends or people you work with, you're not going to be exactly the same as them. You're all going to have those little different things that make you unique and that's okay. Um, That being said, I will share a link to a website called 16 personalities uh, it allows you to take the Myers-Briggs personality test for free and gives you results and gives you detailed descriptions on how that kind of applies to your life you can learn about yourself um, it was very valuable for me uh, I learned a lot about myself and I I just love it so much so um, I will share that link in the description and Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you learned anything new or if you enjoyed this episode, please go share with a friend. And as always, have a good weekend and I look forward to seeing you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Wow.